here's how this started. Hi, welcome to the Last Weekenders podcast. I'm Kelsey. I'm Kat. And I'm Steven. We're not doing Harry Potter stuff anymore. Right. Yes. I think there's a way to love the stories and take from the stories what are meaningful because for a lot of people there is a lot of meaning it's a lot of rite of passage and growing up and yeah. well and i was reading this article recently about how harry potter is very much about accepting people however they are and doing the tough thing because it's the right thing to do and fighting for the good fighting for the good and i think a lot of us who grew up with it it was really meaningful because it helped us escape in our own ways where we really needed escape. I don't really want to get into personal things. I don't know if anybody does, but like there was a time where I really needed that series and it came out the right time and I was growing up with Harry Potter. And so like I was first of the line at the movie theater at every book release, but we have gotten to a point and I don't ever want to shy away from this, but JK, JKR is, uh, she's trash. And if we want to support the LGBTQIA plus community that includes supporting trans people. And she really says some hurtful things and her ideas aren't new. Right. And so there's a lot of media that we have consumed that is from creators who have problematic thoughts. No one's free from that. I think the problem with the JKR thing and supporting Harry Potter as it is now is that money goes directly to her. Right. Which she then uses along with her fat platform to bring harm to trans people. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important, you know, it's tough because like, gosh, Harry Potter really has been so close to my heart. Yeah. I went on a trip to London just to pretty much do Harry Potter stuff and see the show. I mean, we, we all did, to go see the show. Yeah. And, and you I, went to the studio tour. I've been to the studio tour twice. I've seen the show twice in London. Like I've done all of these things. Um, and so I kind of thought when JKR was starting to say all of these transphobic things and using her money to promote transphobic platforms to harm actual cause actual harm to trans to trans people unintentional you know it wasn't like a a fleeting thing or she yeah didn't realize what she said you know it's a intentional and true belief that she yeah and so when she was first coming out with kind of these ramblings i was like this person who created this beautiful thing just needs to learn Mm -hmm. and when people tried to teach her she doubled down and has gone even more off the rails and so it has gotten to a part where, and this is where it all comes to a head, but I think it's really important to describe why, the why and the personal attachment. We just, we're not going to do the Harry Potter stuff anymore. And that includes the what we previously considered to be the best part of Universal. Right. Because, you know, if you want to read Harry Potter, you can buy your books from a thrift store, mm-hmm. right? Or you can check them out from the library, But, like, if you go into a section of Universal and you buy licensed Harry Potter things, that is, you're voting with your dollars. And you're giving your dollars to someone who's going to use that to actively harm. 
once again, I know there's this cognitive dissonance where it's like, we go to Disneyland. Yeah. We have our own problems with Walt. We have our own problems with like any mass company. They don't give their money. Like, first of all, we're not giving our money to Walt Disney. Right. We're giving it. He's, he's dead. He can't like give his money to whatever. We're giving it to the company, which also isn't great, but like they do give their money to a lot of good organizations still, even if they have their capitalistic problems. But when you give your money to JKR, she invests that money very specifically. I know I'm talking a lot. I think it's important, though. Yes. And so the reason it came up is because we weren't going to do Harry Potter-related things anymore. Because we said... Uh, but but previously we said Harry Potter land was the best part of Universal Studios. And so it started with, well, where are we going to go and eat in Universal Studios? And yeah. how are we going to go to the park and have an enjoyable experience knowing that this part of the park... Does she get a cut of any attendance at Universal Studio? My assumption is her licensing deal is very specific. And so she may get portions of things uh, like physical products that are licensed Harry Potter products. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine that they're giving her percentages of everything because that would be a bad deal. I assume that there was like a big check that was written up front and then it's merchandise. We should probably do some further research. Probably. Pending further research. The, the reason behind my theory that she wouldn't get entrance ticket percentages oh, yeah, I don't think is so. the prices haven't gone up and they're still incredibly cheap. Yeah. And to say that you're going to get one penny of every ticket isn't worth it compared to the probably 10 or 15% that she gets on merchandise. Uh, I don't know how that stuff works. It's just like, you know how when some actors have get a cut if the movie does well? Royalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We've been watching a lot of National Geographic lately, and it really makes me want to go to the zoo more. Steven makes it sound like we're watching some, like, really, I don't know, fancy show. We're watching National Geographic. We're watching the show Something from the Zoo. Stories from the zoo. Secrets of the, Secrets of the zoo. Hey. Cat got it. It's about the Columbus Zoo. They have a bunch of different series, though. Right now we're watching the Columbus Zoo one. Yeah. Listen, if you're going to watch them, do not watch the Australia one. Is that the one where that was super sad? God, they just like an animal dies every episode. Yeah. Well, although the uh, Australia one, they had the wallabies. Yeah. And on the Australia one, they just like get like an animal dies every episode. I thought that was the Tampa one. No. Tampa was okay? I think Tampa was okay. Like, every once in a while, they lose an animal. But it was especially... I think it was especially hard because we started watching, like, the Disney one, the Animal Kingdom one. Mm. Yeah. And they would always be like, here's some drama. Oh, this duck's wing is broken. Is everything going to be okay? And it's a Disney show, so they're like, and everything's fine. Like, they're not going to show you the animals that... Where it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. But Australia was like, here's what's not going well. And we will show you And then at the end of the episode, it dies. <laughs> oh or they're God. like, it's terminal. Is that penguin doing okay? They didn't talk about it. Hmm. Penguin just disappeared, huh? I want to see the keeper again. He was kind of penguin-y, too. That was the keeper we Mr. saw today. Popper. Did you ever read that? Mr. Oh, Popper's, Mr. Popper's Mr. penguins, Popper's yeah. Penguins. And there was a weird Jim Carrey movie about it, too. There Never was. saw it. Never yeah. saw it. I love Jim Carrey, like, as a person, and I don't ever want him to be sad, but just, like, the movie choices, I'm not quite sure on. His characters are a little too high-octane for me. I'm always like, oh, man, I need to calm down. Maybe we could chill out. Yeah. I still consider Truman Show to be the scariest horror movie of all time. I love the Truman Show. It is so fun. 
No, that like movie... the like the I think about like the creation of that is like Disneyland for one, because they build this whole immersive environment and no. everything has to be like the it's real world, good. but it's only for him. I don't Did you why. do you know it's what it's about? Much. He's like in a fake reality and he doesn't know, right? But He's why being does he filmed know? and he doesn't? That's know. a nightmare. I don't. Why doesn't he know? I don't. I I guess to make the show feel more authentic. Oh, it's a show. That's right. That's the right. Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, I, the name of the movie. I don't, One of the things that was cool about the Truman Show is, um, <laughs> you guys, this is the Disneyland Truman Show podcast. <laughs> at the end, at the end of it, he realizes that he's on the show. Right? It's horrifying. And so he gets in a boat, and because there's like a ocean. Spoiler alert. So he gets in For a boat. All of those who haven't seen Truman he's, Show, and he's yeah, rowing the boat. Out never gonna to try to escape. Again. He's trying to like get to the next island or whatever, and you know the water gets all rocky just... and stormy and whatever. But is then this castaway? Are you sure this is? <sighs> but then okay, so he's on the water on the ocean, Steve and it looks like it goes on forever. Right but now. then when I you're on this. the studio tour at Universal, <laughs> there's the world's largest wall, and on the studio tour, on the studio tour, the and world's that... largest wall. Wait, I've seen this. And then, and so that's where they filmed it because it's really hard to get those studio shots where the world just goes on forever. And so they build a lake in front of it, and that's where they create all this weather. It's just so cool. Is it outside? Yeah, it's across from that, um, like the beach house looking thing, like the wood cabin. What? I don't remember. I black out studio tour because it's just so boring. I'll find the picture. Yeah, it's like a, a two-story or three-story wooden, it's like brown and green. about the Bates Motel? I was just about to say, no. Bates Motel? No. I do not remember that at all. Was it, is it during a time where someone's talking to you? Yes, they're telling you about the largest wall. Yes, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon's telling you about the largest wall, and then he's like, and this used to be a Hitchcock's office, and now Seth MacFarlane is there or something. No. No. Those are like the things I remember. Gosh, it's like, am I missing part of... I'll find some pictures. I do not remember that It was that not a all. core memory. We just tossed that one out. I remember the BART car, and yeah, I remember yeah, 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 Vin yeah, yeah. Diesel. You don't remember any of being outside? You only remember being in the... I remember Cabot Cove. Do you remember the New York, the city one? Yes, the part because I'm always just... like, is Captain America filmed here? <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, here's a bunch of brownstones. Here's yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. brick. And you're like, I don't care. I legitimately do not care anything about so this. Cool. And where they do the Back to Future part. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That square that we always are like, oh, is this the Back to the Future yeah. square in, like, every movie? So, yeah. Kat, you're the reason that they added the 3D and the King Kong experience and the Vin Diesel thing, because that's all you remember. I'm not going to lie. I remember all that other stuff. The Vin Diesel part is way cooler than the brick buildings. I think the brick buildings are kind of cool. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh, I've actually seen those in movies. And I can see how that's a set that people would need. And that's cool. The part that I, the reason I don't like that ride is because there's so much boring stuff in between where you find, where you actually get to see something. Where you're just driving. And I, once again, the other, I don't care about celebrities. Right. And so, like, that's what they hype up. Yeah. And I'm like, I would care more about. Isn't it just Jimmy Fallon? What other celebrities say? No, but they're always like, you might see a celebrity and here's what this person did Mm. here. And here's this person and everyone quiet because this person might be here. I'm just like, I would pay to go on a day where we would be guaranteed no celebrity sightings. Well, I would prefer it too without celebrities because then you get to see more sets. Yeah, I feel like it'd be cool too if they like stopped and you got to get off and like be in 
the That's New York the set. VIP experience that I was talking about. $350 and we can walk around. But I don't want to like, I have to watch that video with. You don't. Rosie O'Donnell and Jimmy Fallon and whoever's on. I don't even Yeah, remember. only if they give me bread samples. <laughs> exactly. What's his name? Colin Mockery. I was going to say Colin Firth. Different people. Yes, very Colin Mockery, yeah. I thought maybe that was wrong because he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? And it feels like Mockery would be a fake name for that show. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's spelled like M-A-C-H-E-R-I or something. Probably something like that. I, I always think it's spelled fun. Yeah, I remembered. <laughs> I went to Universal for the first time when I was like eight or nine. And that was my Universal and Disneyland trip for the first time. And I went, I was the only one yeah. who would yes. go on the Jurassic Park ride with my mom. And so I got to go on the Jurassic Park ride and because I was the only one and I have two sisters and my father was there. So like, oh, it was just me and my mom who would go on this ride. And because I was the only one who would go on the ride, I got to get a t-shirt. Ooh, and me. so this morning I was like, oh my gosh, why did I give that t-shirt away? I should see if they could, I could find that on the internet. Can you explain t-shirt to us? It, on the front. It's all black. And on the front, it had all these dinosaurs. Hell yeah. And then on the back, it said, not just another walk in the park. That's great. And it was very 90s and pretty ugly, but I loved that shirt and I wore it. Jurassic Park. It's a Jurassic Park shirt. I thought... Not another... Not another... Not just another walk in the park. And they're alluding to Jurassic Park. I think they understood that because Kat was saying how she went on the Jurassic Park ride with her mom and she got to get her shirt. And there were dinosaurs on the front. Okay. Well, I just want to clarify that it was Jurassic like, Park. And I wore it to like every free dress day. Hell yeah. Because girl. I went to a school with a uniform and I was like, yes, this t-shirt is the coolest. And for some reason I got rid of it probably when I was a dumb teenager and was like, this yeah. isn't cool anymore. Yeah. Whatever. But now like <sighs> ugly regrets. 90s souvenir shirts are our favorites. Oh my gosh. And then I found it online. It's $140. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> for the one extra large or whatever and i was like i'll buy an extra large i don't care 140 dollars. i'm not buying that anyway then we started talking about universal and all the things i can't remember what else we did when i was there when i was eight or nine but i know that almost none of the stuff that's there now was there well they had they were placed they replaced a lot of stuff that was similar ish with new things that kind of do the same thing and we were talking about how we thought a lot of it was dumb choices because like the things that they replaced it with like a lot of them were just like fleeting Mm -hmm. like who cares about transformers now maybe in 2012 but what was there before it was et or something right yeah right i don't know i can go back and find that and then we were talking about there was like a beetlejuice show oh yeah there was the annie oakley show which i remember I think. And then they replaced that with the Beetlejuice show. Mm-hmm. And now we have like pet stunts or something. Which I've never seen. Or maybe those are two separate shows. Pets and stunts. Not pet stunts. I think they have a pet stunt show. <laughs> really? That sounds cool as hell. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> a cat just like jumps off of a platform that like explodes in the background. It's like Waterworld, but animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we were talking about, like, how it's so funny that Waterworld has stuck around. Like, yeah, for the movie Waterworld. Which no one cares about. It's not even a good movie. I am sorry. It's boring. Yeah, you all watched it. I peaced out in, like, the first ten minutes. I was, I was like, oh, no, forget it. I was really excited. It sounds like it should be cool as hell. It's not. Yeah. It's just boring. I thought it would be, like, at least Mad Max. But on water. Yeah. But apparently it's not. No, it's not. 
It's not. It's not anything. It's is it's that not one of the most per, the most expensive movie ever made or something? What are you talking about? Waterworld. Oh, I have no idea. There's something where it like if it's like the biggest flop ever in the history of movies, something like that. That'd be great. I'm probably wrong about this. But no, there's something. It's probably about expensive because they had to flood everything. Yeah, like a lot of it really isn't an, an expansive seat. Do you think they're recouping their losses from the show at Universal and then the show's just going to keep going until they've finally made their losses back? Because I'm sure the show costs a fortune. It's so popular, though. That might be one of the most popular things at Universal is that Waterworld show. So weird. It's like the I, the concept of the movie is totally divorced from the show, though. Well, there is there is a couple of scenes in the movie that are identical to what takes place in the stunt show, including the plane crashing through the thing and the fire and all that kind of stuff. I guess I'm just thinking like the concept, like the memory of Waterworld is divorced from the actual show because people are like, it's exciting. Waterworld ever, but the Waterworld show at Universal is like its own entity. And people are like, Oh yeah, that was based off of a movie. Yeah. And like, imagine if they tried to get rid of that show, (laughs) there would be a riot. There would be a riot. People want to get, jet ski splashed in the face so bad uh-huh. it's a mess too have you've been oh yeah it's I a went mess. The, the time you went to the other show steve oh, and i went to Waterworld. jamie and i <laughs> jamie and i went to the shrek <laughs> yeah, 4D show which is now kung fu panda panda yeah which oh my god the line for that is like two hours long i accidentally waited in it they do do that cute little animatronic thing at the beginning though no, that's it's, Shrek. No, they had. I thought they had a. Maybe he's still there. I thought they had a Kung Fu Panda one too. They did have Donkey. Have you been on it. Donkey would outside. no, no outside, and Donkey will like come out and talk to you. They still have Donkey, I think. Oh, it's just Donkey, but it's now a Kung Fu Panda show. I Universal so. is a mess. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's like yeah. a bad collage. The the, uh, the, the crux of <laughs> like what we're getting. Like when people first got Photoshop, <laughs> yeah, and they would just <laughs> trying to make Picasso like or, Photoshop yeah. weird collages, and they all have like. Like those wolf shirts. It's not. It's like a wolf shirt as a theme park. <laughs> so the point that we were trying to get at it, when we were talking about this is that is that Universal puts all their effort into all these movie rides. Yeah. And, and they, unlike Disney, they decide to make the ride before or at the same time as the movie comes out. So they don't know how well it's doing. Unlike Disneyland that doesn't put Cars Land in until 15 years after Cars comes out or whatever. So they already know it's popular. And so, like, some of these old uh, old things that exist or existed was, like, a children's wet and dry playground that was called The Adventures of Curious George. Oh, yeah. What? Wait, where was that? And now it, it, it was you just, told- like, a tiny thing. Where is, I, is that not where the wet play- playground is now? The Despicable Me one? Yeah. That was the American so Tale live show. <laughs> I, we have to have seen that. We, I've never. I seen mean, that. when I was a kid, because oh. my sisters and I were like really into. Well, it was just tale. a Fievel goes west. Tailheads. Fievel goes west. <laughs> it, it was a. It was a Fievel. It was Fievel and the American Tale characters. Yeah, you totally blew over tailheads. Hashtag tailheads. <laughs> Let me hear everybody. Everybody who was into American Tale, Fievel goes west. <laughs> yeah. Any other tailheads out there? <laughs> Hashtag Catterwalls. <laughs> if you know, you know. What the hell? I don't know. Catterwall was the bad guy. You know why I've never seen that movie? Because it looks sad. It's not. No, the first one's sad. It looks so sad. The second one's just too stupid. 
Oh, it's I just love stupid. stupid. Man, they were on some weapons grade drugs when they made all those movies. It's Don like, Bluth. All those, isn't it Don Bluth? All those movies yeah. are so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I wish, his animation style is so distinct. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad because it's not great. It's it's not preferred. It's a little creepy. And I can always tell it's when it's him in a Disney movie. I'm always like, that's him. That's it, Don like what? I feel like he does um the hound dogs a lot like you know in fox and hound yeah 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 yeah. i'm I'm trying to think of anything that i've I've never seen fox and hound that is a sad movie yeah i'm not gonna watch a sad animated movie that's why i watch animated movies is to not be sad this is our most disjointed podcast ever yeah so so the the thing that we're getting at is the rides that (laughs) are there we're just going for it (laughs) are that don't make any sense or they put them in because they're basing it on the successfulness of a movie which success i think was five goes west (laughs) successful enough to merit a show so one of our good examples is now there is the simpsons ride and the simpsons ride replaced back to the future ride why wouldn't you keep back to the future that's what i'm saying is they took out all of these things to replace them with like what was cool i guess simpsons is still cool but like back to the future is back to the future and keep it plus they have the whole back to the future thing and then, on the so studio then tour. My my argument with that was so the Simpsons ride is the same as back to the Back to the Future ride. Was they, it really? They built that big dome projection motion bloody blah ride. It wasn't a real ride. No, I don't know. It's just a three D. It wasn't. You should 3D. watch YouTube videos of that. But do they exist? It's still it old. It's still uh, stuff that exists. We watched the Rose Parade from 1982. Oh man, you guys, you guys, that was wild. There's the Wheat Thins commercial. How about just the, the Rose Milk? <laughs> yeah, the Rose Milk. Uh. So the Simpson ride that used to be a Back to the Future ride, which got installed in 1993, is a terrible motion vehicle 3d screen thing shocker at universal yeah just like all the other universal rides so not only are does do universal rides have these crazy ideas of what they're supposed to be like we're gonna make it back to the future or we're gonna make it simpsons or whatever it is but the ride itself doesn't make any sense and doesn't really help tell the story are they afraid to commit to a ride so they just build screen rides so that they can switch them out whenever they want okay i I mean that's a good idea but like back to the future was there from 93 to 2007 and now they just slapped a new face on it and it's been simpsons ever since then i didn't realize simpsons was that new my idea and this might not be their intention but it's smart is it's a movie company and so they make movie rides that are screen-based and also because it's like they have zero space. I don't know why they were like. But the building just, is huge. They just decided to do something, even if they couldn't do it well. I feel like is universal. It's like we're gonna do it, but we're not gonna focus on doing it well. But they shouldn't have done it where they built Universal. It's a terrible place for a theme park. I think that's a, that's a good excuse for them. But I still feel like they could do the thing so much better. Like one of my most favorite yeah, things in Simpsons to. Land. Is that every fifteen minutes or whatever the the nuclear power plant goes off, right? And so there's all these alarms and like smoke yeah. comes out of the wall and like the big radioactive canisters shake and vibrate and then nothing happens. There's no explosion, but it's like at least they thought into that. I feel like that was their first their first taste of a detail. Yeah, mm. but, yeah. Which then they concept. they put into. R.I.P. Harry Potter world. It was just full of details. Mm -hmm. And that's what made it really magical because it was actually immersive where Simpsons land feels like 
like a rest stop almost. Yeah. It's like Toontown. Well, but like Toon- they phoned it in kind of. Toontown at least is its own destination. But when I say that Simpsons Land feels like a rest stop, it's because it feels like a like going through there feels like a freeway. Yeah, because you're on your yeah, way to true. the tram tour. <laughs> yeah, and so Simpsons Land doesn't even feel like a destination because on one side of the freeway you have the Quickie Mart and on the other side you have the Simpsons ride and it's all supposed to be one thing, but there are people knocking into you. Yeah. <laughs> Who don't want to be there. Yeah, you can't really, like, just get into Simpsons Land. No. And just, like, explore. No, And, and so, like, my idea of what it could be, like, especially, like, Simpsons oh, yeah. Land is a great is a great example of that. Because I feel like... What would you put there? Even even if you kept the exteriors, the first thing I would do is they have a Moe's, right? And we all know that Moe's is where Homer goes to drink beer. Mm-hmm. It's not even a bar. They sell burgers and fries. I feel like they sell, like, round table personal pizzas yeah. in there. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> that, okay. Like, you'd, like, you get from, like, 7-Eleven. <laughs> so on brand. So, so step one, you make, uh, you make a reservation system. You put in the booths and the tables. Yeah. And you sell the stuff that's on the menu. You don't even need a reservation system. It's universal. Sure. You could just have a Carthay experience. But all it has to be... Is Moe's, and they couldn't even get that right. You walk in, and it's so dumpy and yeah. dark, and you're like, I get it that, like, Moe's is dumpy and dark, but, like, not this type of dumpy and I dark. I don't even remember it. It has made no impact on my memory at you all. You don't need to keep it in there. It is, you don't need to take up any brain space. I know that it exists. Is that the one where Good there's enough. the little, like, um, beer dwarfs outside? You know, like... Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and they have no. Like, that's the beer garden that it's is like across from most drunky and sicky. And they have a beer garden. Yes. What a stupid thing to do. Yeah. So, I don't remember what so then called. the next thing I'll change is in is the Simpsons ride. You oh, yeah. there's there's a line outside, and then once you get inside, they break you up into. Uh, maybe like eight individual lines based on how many people you have. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about this. And you and think that you're going to be a victim of a whodunit? No, no, yeah. this is before you go into that. So, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> before, so, so you come in from the outside line that is just one long continuous line. And then they break you into like eight individual lines. So you're you know, like five people to each line. Yeah. And they're doing that because you're going to go into your own individual car. But while you're waiting there in those eight individual lines, you're like in Springfield. And so there's like a window on the side. Yeah, but nothing really happens in there. Well, but like there's little video things and little words happen. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I wonder what this ride is going to be. Is it going to be a walkthrough ride? Are we going to like go in a dark ride? through Springfield on a little tram thing or whatever. Really cool. Just build a real cool. roller coaster. So it could be it could you be an sh- actual dark ride yeah. and use up less space because the building's sixty feet tall. You know what? It should be an actual dark ride where you're going through the opening sequence of the Simpsons. Yes. Easy. Done. There Perfect. you already have the story and then you end in the living room. Yes. And then you walk out. And the they house. take your picture. Yeah. On the couch. Yeah. And, and and that's why I think that, that's why I think it's not about the space that they have because I feel like all those buildings are massive, you know because because you do it all at the same time like um, Despicable Me and The Simpsons and I, I didn't go in Transformers but Despicable Don't. Me and uh, no and The Simpsons on that, right? <laughs> it's it's one big movie theater like a massive IMAX eleven hundred seat that's, movie theater and you're all doing it at the same time that's enough space to that, put in a dark ride Transformers you're actually moving through yeah oh. But it's like it's like that. No. You move through and then you get to like a screen and things happen and you don't know when the screen is moving and when your car is moving. And sometimes it's both happening at the same time and um, you're fully focused on wanting to vomit. Yeah, I 
don't remember much of that ride except feeling so ill. I have to close my eyes yeah. on that ride now. I remember I was like, oh, there's props in this. That's nice. It's not just a screen. Because yeah. they had, like, a few set pieces. But yeah. that was it. Um, but speaking of how they should have a Simpsons walkthrough or something, you were saying that they had a... They had several iterations of the Walking Dead walkthrough? Yeah, it used to be... Um, before it was the Walking oh, Dead walkthrough. Um, before it was the Walking Dead walkthrough, it was Beetlejuice's rock and roll... No, that's a different one. <laughs> Here's the thing I don't understand about Universal. Yeah. They have such a history of making movies. Yeah. And yet they pay... They don't spend any time giving any... What am I trying to say? They don't invest in... Their history. Yeah. Aside from the tram tour, which is so boring. And which is so great. The tram tour, they spend so much time trying to update it for, for That's people. That's true. And, and they don't have the to. The real world. Yeah. You don't have to update it with Fast and Furious. That's another thing that I'm talking about is like, that seems like a thing of its time. That's not going to Age. carry through. <laughs> right. And what's great about Disneyland, for example, like Main Street mm-hmm. is 1955 Main Street. They had a theme. They stuck to it. It feels classic. And now it's historical and and they and they update it only by cleaning it up and making it look even better than it did before but not by changing any of they, it they update it within the theme and everything they do update they update within the theme except for marvel world we're not talking about disneyland right well, now dca is just, you know but but universal i don't know why they have this walkthrough and they insist on making it like walking dead or whatever is new and fancy at the moment why not make it like the mummy or a creature war or like, like frankenstein yeah they invented or dracula like horror movies lean into that that'd be cool and and if they want to stick the name of a movie out front then it could be a bunch of movies and they could like you said they pay homage to all of the universal creatures and yeah. it could be multiple creatures from multiple yeah, movies that'd be really and cool. you but go through could... like the dracula part and then like mm-hmm. the predator yeah. part i don't know if they own but they could do aliens a, or whatever it is. But you know, like you could have all of them, and yeah. they could do a good job at it, and then not have to do it every year. And that's the crazy yeah. thing to me that that when they change the stuff, is there in their mind they're thinking we have to update this so that people will keep coming back. We need a new ride so that people will keep coming back. And I feel like Disneyland and California Adventure are a great example of why that doesn't need to happen because California Adventure was the one and kind of is the one that continues to, we need to add a land we need to add a new ride. And Disneyland is a great example of before galaxy's edge opened, the park was still packed, 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 packed. We were happy that galaxy's edge was open opening, not because we were going to get new attractions, we were happy that they were adding new space, new space, yeah, so that people the, to go, yeah, so that people can get out of our way, so that we can ride the attractions that have been there since the fifties and sixties. Well, I'm like Disney World had that great movie ride. Yeah. yeah, that's like why doesn't Universal have that ride? Yeah, it's like Disney. It's like Disney World made it because Dis- uh, because Universal never did. Yeah, and Universal wouldn't even have to do anything. Yeah. They could just make that ride and then. Because they have all those classic movies. I don't know why they don't. Yeah. And that's actually great. Each room would be its own movie thing. I don't... I think... But Universal, they would keep changing each room, though. That's what I mean. <laughs> I think a problem with Universal, too, is you don't go there to be in Universal. Like, you go to Disneyland to be in Disneyland. You go to Universal to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't have that that sense of immersion 
that Disneyland has where it's like when you're in Disneyland, you're in Disneyland. And when you're in Universal, you're at like your weird uncle's backyard. <laughs> yeah, there's no charm. It's like going to the mall. Exactly. Which um, is fitting because the entrance is a giant mall. Yeah. I think the thing that they have upgraded well that we've talked about is the Jurassic Park section where they added... They updated the ride, and I actually like the ride updates. I thought I think they're fun. Mm-hmm. I think they add more. Mm-hmm. Although, before they did the update, they did not maintain it well. And I think that's what, in their mind, they're like, we need to make it Jurassic World. Because not as many people have been riding the Jurassic Park ride. But, but it's I, like, just fix the animatronics. Yeah, all they had to do they was just fix it. I like that they added the Mosasaurus, though. Yeah, I, I think it's cool they added it. I was just saying that, like, if they just fixed it as it broke and painted it every once in a while, they wouldn't have that mental feeling of, we need to replace it. But they added more within the theme. Yes. So they added the restaurant. I wish they made the restaurant nicer inside, I guess. And more accessible. But I... That is finally more universal food that I personally like. And they added Isla Nubar. Yeah. Which was... Which is good. Mm-hmm. It's not just even universal good. It's just good. Yeah. Like their tiki drink, it's cute. Their tiki bar. It's cute. The drinks are pretty good. A little syrupy, but like. Not what we expected. We expected them to come out of a bottle. Yeah, but they make them. Yeah. Um, so I think like if they could do that, I wish they would maybe do that with mummy too. Like add cool mummy stuff. And then. I'm really afraid they're going to get rid of that ride. I'm terrified. It's because the best ride. It's too it, good for them. That's what I mean. I mean, it's like the only ride that's an actual ride. Yeah. It's just a roller coaster. I mean, Jurassic World is kind of like that, too. That's true. But I feel like, and the mummy is old at this point. Personally, I think it's a classic. I think so, too. But I can see the people at Universal who are making all these decisions like, well, we have to put Simpsons Land in and we have to put Despicable Me in. I feel like that's the next one to go. Yeah. Okay, so if we're keeping that bottom lot perfect, we have the mummy and we would expand that. Take out Transformers and extend Mummy Land. Personal. That whole thing could be Mummy Land. That'd be cool. Or like add, if we were to add another ride, like I feel like Mummy and... Uh, dinosaurs or kind of like creature things. So like maybe a Jaws ride or that something. That would be cool. Or like a like a creature boat ride. from the Black Lagoon. Or creature something. from the Black Lagoon ride. Just make so that cool. whole like adventure land down there. Yeah, like a creature feature land. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. And then upstairs, I think the entrance should be old Hollywood. They tr- they you can see that they had that idea but they didn't quite follow through and i feel like it's almost there until you get to the end of the shops and then you're like what is all this i would take that courtyard away and do something and and even even the part where they feel like they're trying to make it uh like a hollywood street or whatever and they have people hanging out the windows and they're just like yelling at you and i feel like that really shows like what that, they think charm is. Yeah, and, and Universal is not good at subtlety. They but then feel also like Spongebob is there. They, yeah, it, exactly. You it can needs take to a picture be, of the trolls. Yeah. Right it needs it. to be in your face in order for them to think that it's effective. It's like high school almost. Like It's a high school production. Like, I gotta do it big. I wish they would utilize that space where it's like, there's like the courtyard with, and then there's like the little France leading up to Despicable Me. I feel like we've talked about this before, but I'm just like, what would I imagine there and that's where the walking dead is Mm -hmm. but if we're doing creature from the black lagoon 
downstairs and we can take that out and have that be like what some classic universal thing well i was thinking what would be very great cool movie ride is, great movie ride I, I think great movie ride is a great idea i think any ride that takes a lot of people that is fairly long mm-hmm. and um and tells a good story and so one of my ideas taken from disneyland is carousel of progress mm-hmm. and it could be but with movie making well it, it could be two things it could be progress in movie making and so mm-hmm. we see historical things we have animatronics of people shooting movies and how that progresses from the old days to like a james cameron kind of thing um but then the other idea is it could be multiple scenes where you're seeing the movie and then the building rotates and then yeah. you see the animatronics of them filming it yeah and i see obviously a lot of problems with universal trying to do this and just replacing everything with screens it kind of in the way in disneyland paris where we went to the Armageddon experience thing, right? Yeah. And there's, like, this Weird. whole, like, 20-minute intro of just watching stuff, and then you're kind of in a room, and stuff kind of breaks haphazardly, and then it's just over. Like, I could see Universal kind of well, not doing it Well, you'd want it to well be like a that, ride but... versus an experience. Yes, yes. And I think what I would want from Universal is, like, something like The Great Movie Ride, but The Great Movie Ride has references to movies. I would want it to be stripped of, like, any IP and, like, focus on movie magic. Yeah, definitely. Which I think could be, like, physical movie magic versus, like, a CGI screen thing. Well, that was one of the things when they had Backdraft before, which was on the lower lot. Steven talks about Backdraft so much. It it was fun. I mean, because now... (laughs) What is it again? It's like a firefighting movie. It's, right? it's a firefighting movie? I don't know anything about the movie. I know about the experience at Universal, which was a walkthrough kind of thing. And it was... You walked through firefighting? It was a... Desa- the movie, I guess, was You walked about- on coals. You made a resolution for yourself. Oh. You walked upon coals. The movie oh. had something to do with being a disaster or whatever, and there was fire. And backdraft was that the fire... I don't know. You broke the wrong window and the fire went out the wrong way. I don't know. So you go into this thing, you know, you get a hundred people and you stand on this platform and there's like a 10 minute experience that involves automated recordings of people yelling and action. And then they do this whole scene and, you know, they show where the cameras are supposed to be and the the stuff falls over and the stuff blows up and whatever. And so it's like, it's a fake movie making experience. You feel like you're on set. Yeah. Kind of like they do that somewhere. The Indiana Jones show. Sure, yeah, like the Indiana Jones of it. Paris? Universal Studios. What? Didn't someone have some fire stunt on one of the tram tours? Yeah, that was the the uh, um the tanker truck fell down and there's a big fire thing and then and then there's a oh big God. waterfall that came over the tram. I remember that because that we were so cold. They took that part out. That ride is so boring. They, they took the whole thing out. They took the tram tour out? Yeah, because they're redoing MGM. Oh, thank goodness. Sorry, what were you saying? We were so cold at that part. Like, we were just so cold in Disneyland Paris. Uh, And then they lit a whole tanker truck on fire. And we were like, oh, yes. And then they doused it. We were like, no! (laughs) Um, What were we talking about? Okay, so so we fixed the the section with the big uh, courtyard and the little Parisian city street. So that is now focused on movie magic. Also, can we just use that arena for something? I don't know how big it is. The one with the stunt... Pet stunts? Pet stunts. I don't know how big it is, but make it a ride. No, I want to see a cat doing a backflip. You can do that at Waterworld. I I don't don't (laughs) mind any of those shows. Because at least... Dolphins, they come for you. At least the shows aren't screens. And I feel like of all the things that we need to fix at Universal... 
It's get rid of as many screens as possible and replace it with physicality. And so, like, going to watch a bird show is, like, the epitome of a neighborhood amusement park or whatever. Go home with a bird. Three birds. How hard is it to steal one of those birds from the bird show? I think they know what they're doing. Based birds, on the birds, yes, or the people, the birds. Based on the based on the uh, Animal Kingdom show that we mm, watched, yeah, they treat they teach them how to do the show on their own, and they do the show. But a bird is a pet that you get to keep for like 110 years. Yeah, yeah, and they're allowed. <laughs> Parrots, Steven? they never stop talking. Yeah, like Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do we fix Simpsons Land? Simpsons Land's gonna stay. I know it's gonna stay. I think I would just fix the ride. Oh yeah, we fixed the ride. Yeah, we, we do the a, opening sequence, yeah. and then we fixed Moe's, and then we take the beer garden out, and maybe like uh, put something else there, like just like a stand, like a snack stand. I feel like you can't get snacks anywhere. At Universal. You can't get a you can't get a meal. Sit, have a sit down restaurant somewhere. They should yeah. have a Carthay like restaurant. There, there should be a front. like a a Quickie Mart. Quickie Mart. Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking is there should be like a restaurant that's like a corporate. I'm at the I work at the studio kind of thing, and so it's like a corporate lunchroom restaurant thing. Like a catering tent? and you can and you get like the like, no no like you work like in the craft offices. Services? No 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 like you work in the offices, not like you're shooting a movie. Stephen, so like I'm you're sorry an executive. to report this to you, but it sounds extremely and, boring. And you get a you get an NBC burger, and you can get an NBC shake, and and there's like animatronic oh God, people I in the corners. Shake so bad. Talking Should about I'm just hungry. Talking about you know like the. You want executives to be there? Y- no, no, animatronic executives in booths, and you hear their conversations of stuff going on, and you can idea. see the Hollywood Valley or whatever. This sounds like a very fun idea for Steven alone. And I think it should be placed at the junction between the two yeah, they escalators. Need to go so you go down the first there. set of escalators, and there's this big restaurant that overlooks the Leave it the to Steven who wants a corporate cafeteria with <laughs> no, I want businessmen animatronics. I want it to be like an 80s or 90s, like with the weird gray and... I want to go to the Peach Pit what? from 90210. Oh, I don't... Isn't that 90210? I don't know. What I want is, can we make the escalator situation kind of... Can it have like a people mover aspect? Oh, so, yeah. like, while it's you're like going ride. down and up, mm-hmm. it can, like, what is you it? sit there and it like a, takes you through. Is that like a funicular? Oh, yeah, one of those, like, beep boop boop Is oh, that what yeah. they have, the Shadowbrook? Or is yeah, that a funicular? Uh-huh. And, and they have one in, uh, it's uh, Angel's Flight Railway. They have one in Los Angeles. Oh, you should be able to zip line down, too. Sure. You should but, be able to grind on a skateboard all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! So that, that, that would be a good... That would be a good use of the stupid screens that they use in the tram tour. So there could be a screen that just covers the entire ride and every, and there's like a dozen different options. And so as you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I want to, you know what? It should just be like a whole uh, escalator full of different things. Like, oh, I want to ride a horse down. So you sit on the horse or, oh, I want to. like a carousel. Grind the Mm -hmm. skateboard down. So you hop on the skateboard. It could be like different universal things to us. So I guess it could be the hoverboard from Back to the Future. Guys, this is like a million dollar idea. It could also be you could just put a wall and then have screens and it's like kind of like the Bodine Bread Factory tour. But it's like movie making or something. Anything that is better than just music screaming into my ears. The entire way down. And, yeah. and children running down the escalator and people blocking the escalator. Yeah. So you can't walk down if you want to. I prefer children running down the escalator over me not being able to get past a gigantic family that doesn't know that you stay to the right. 
I guess the weird part about that whole thing is that it's almost like park hopping, right? Like the distance between the upper lot and the lower lot is a very long way. It takes a million years. And Universal almost needs to treat them as separate lands. Not that we want like separate admission or whatever, but there needs to be just as much good stuff on the lower lot, including dining and bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. Can I just refurb that? And then, and then the upper lot needs to be the same thing. And so going between the two needs to feel like something. I think the true answer is that Universal should hire us and green light every single thing we say. We have great ideas. Also, you remember there was like a, um, what's the... Like a Mel's Diner, Panda, Panda Express? Express? Still but, down there. Yeah, Panda oh. Express. Because that's where I went when Kelsey ate at the new Jurassic World restaurant. Like, that was there too. I can't imagine that they couldn't figure out something better to do down there. They couldn't. You it can't to, imagine that? It used I to guess. be something else. What was it? It was uh, it was called like Universal Eats or something, and like I'm that. sure it was just like eating, like it still is at eating at a food court in a mall. You know what they have though? That they do really well. They have a really nice Starbucks upper lot. They do have a great Starbucks. And I once while I was there, I saw yeah. Stephen Ray Morris from My Favorite Murder there. Oh, I. Locked up, I didn't say anything, but I was very excited to see him. You saw a celebrity. I saw my version of a celebrity at Universal. It's the only thing I care about. It's much larger than I thought it would be. And the Starbucks or Universal? Starbucks. And I think that that's a hard thing for Universal because it's like that new restaurant by Jurassic World Ride. Yeah, it's not. It's way too small. Like they don't think that anyone's there. They have like 12 booths. Um, Yeah, so the Starbucks is really nice, very modern. It's like the downtown Disney Starbucks almost. Like, it looks like that. Huh. It's really nice. I like those doors at the front, too. The shopping experience. The stores. The yes. stores. It's not like the doors at the yeah, front. Yeah, I realize that now. Yeah, I I think that they have, they have pretty good merch. It's just that they need to focus on the rest of the park and make it worth my while. Although, I guess it's nice that I don't feel like doing anything at that park now because it, I get in and out really fast. It's kind of perfect for us. We will... When we do Universal, we'll do it on a trip home from Disneyland. So, like, on the drive home from Disneyland, we'll just leave. We'll check out of our, I was going to say apartment, because we haven't been to a hotel in so long. What's a hotel? (laughs) (laughs) We check out of our hotel early, and then we get to Universal by opening. And then we're there for, like, three or four hours, which is kind of the limit of (laughs) how long you can be at Universal. And then we're already, like, a couple hours ahead in our drive. It's perfect. What was the E.T. ride? Wasn't there something and you, like, were on a bike? It's so funny. Steven and I watched it on YouTube, and it's, like, nothing. Oh. It's a cool concept to have an E.T. ride, but you, like, barely see... I think you see E.T. maybe once or something. Oh. We can watch it. Anyway, I don't know what else we have to say about Universal. Um, Universal has potential. It does have potential. I think there's plenty of land, plenty of parking... Plenty of technology and money and attendance. Plus, they, you you know that they are capable of it because they do it in Florida. And they make movies yeah. there. They actually make movies in Hollywood. Yeah. All we want them to do is hire some of those people yeah. and make an experience that's better than a screen. We dunk on Universal because we want it to be good. It could be good. It, it has potential and we see it and I'm sure they see it. Anyway, 
if you've been to Universal, please tell us your thoughts, what you would change, what you would keep if you don't agree with one of the things that we wanted to get rid of and you would want to keep it. Or maybe some things that are in Florida that aren't in Hollywood that make it better or different or worse. We'd love to hear your arguments for that. We love listener mail. Thanks for listening. You can find us at lostweekenders.com and we're Lost Weekenders everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. So follow along and thanks for listening today. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.